episode of the Launch Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Kayla Hogreave, Academic Advisor for the School of Business at UConn Hartford. And I'm Emma Bjorngard Bissane, Academic Advisor in the School of Business at the Stanford campus. This episode is kind of a special episode because Emma has some exciting news, but we're going to base the topic around the art of transitions and what it means when life is changing and how to navigate those changes. Emma, do you wanna share your news with everybody and then we can talk about what it means and how students can relate? Yes, so the news, I am moving across the country to Oregon. I accepted a position uh, in the College of Education at University of Oregon. So yeah, that's a pretty, big change since I've been at UConn really, you know, as a student and then, you know, as a professional since 2013. So it's a little bit scary (laughs) to be leaving, but I'm also excited, you know, for the opportunity. And as, you know, some of you know, I'm a big, like, outdoorsy person. So I'm excited about being, you know, over on the West Coast for, for that reason, just, you know, well, we're, uh, we're so sad that Emma is leaving the Yukon School of Business, um, but we're so excited. Like, this is such a wonderful new adventure that you're, you and your husband are taking part in. And and, and you forgot Kitty, my cat. He's oh, coming. Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kitty's in for a big journey. <laughs> across the uh, yes. Well, what this means for our listeners, our students, is that unfortunately, Emma won't be co-hosting the Launch Podcast anymore, but we do have an exciting new co-host who will be joining me, one of our advisors named Josea Ponte. So we're going to keep the Launch Podcast going that Emma, it was really Emma who started this whole project. So um, we really owe her a debt of gratitude and we're really excited to keep the legacy, Emma's legacy, going here at UConn by continuing the podcast with Jose. Today, Emma, let's talk about transitions and how students can relate to what you're going through and some tips for managing change and transition. I think that the last year and a half that we've been in the, the pandemic with COVID, it was such a huge change for a lot of us as we learned how to work and study and be at home and socially distant from one another. And now that our country and UConn is opening back up, there's going to be a lot of change for students as they return to campus and return to their residence halls and to classes in person. And then when you layer on our new students who are coming to college for the first time, that's a big transition in and of itself, just acclimating to college, getting used to college classes, understanding what a syllabus is, how to manage your time. So we have some layers of change going on with our students and we thought it would be a good time as we gear up for the fall to to give everybody some information and some tips for making the most of it and managing it well. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, just personally, one thing as I've been like going through, you know, this change and, and, and planning for the move and, you know, saying goodbye and, and just like sitting with realization, you know, that my, I'm not going to be seeing my advisees, you know, like every day on campus, which is obviously the, the main thing that I'm the most, you know, sad about. It's just been like important 
but I've been able to turn to, you know, my family for support and friends to, to feel that you can kind of talk through like the emotions you're feeling. And often people, you know, have gone through change themselves so that they can just tell you like, yes, what you're feeling. I felt that way, you know, feeling affirmed by other people in your experience makes you feel like, less alone and and then you know leaving safe friends behind here too I know like Kayla and I've been talking a lot because you get you're like nervous like will you lose certain friendships or you know professional relationships but you know having people in your life that can assure you like no we're going to stay in touch and you know because those are things you worry about you know those are people that are part of your life and that mean a lot to you so that has been a big thing for for me to be able to rely on like a network whether that's family you know friends colleagues or all of them you know mixed together yeah definitely and Emma as we think about like students and the change that they're going to be going through in the fall so important like if you're close to your family you can lean on your family and your friends um, your classmates and remember that the university has a number of resources for you as well as you're experiencing this new transition of adjustment to college uh, whether that's your advisor like mm -hmm. me or maybe emma was your advisor or there's the, a lot of mental health resources and support um, the academic achievement center so there are a lot of opportunities to get connected and get plugged into a community, whether that is the, your Yukon community or your community at home. So there's a lot of support there. And I hope students know that they shouldn't go it alone. They should lean on on those people in, in those places where they can get support. Yeah. And I feel like too, with the advising office, you know, you can just if you're a new student coming to campus, you know, and like you're going to be in person now having been online for, you know, say your senior year of high school, or if you took a break, you were home and now you're coming back. It's like, you can stop into the advising office and just say hi, introduce yourself, like make it a part of your routine when you come to campus to just, you know, pop in. Because that just kind of helps with that connection as you're like making, you know, new friends and, you know, establishing your own routines. Um, so I would definitely say that do that because that's something we really enjoy too. Like it's, it's fun to get to know everyone, so. Yeah, before, before we started recording, you were talking about how transitions and change is really hard, but it prepares you for more change and transition later on down the line. Can you re repeat what you were saying about yeah. those things? Yeah, it's been really funny because now, you know, obviously we're going to be moving from Connecticut to Oregon, which is a big move across country. And when we've told people about this, they're like, oh my God, that's, you know, so scary. You're going to do this like huge move. But for me, like, yes, the move is, you know, it's stressful. However, since I moved, I did my undergrad in, in California. So I already moved once across campus, you know, to a new place, Connecticut for me at the time, you know, and had to go through what it was like to just kind of establish your own group of people and network in a place. So I have that experience to draw from, to know and make me feel comfortable and confident that I know I can do it. I know that it will take a little bit of time, but I will find, you know, my coffee shop that I like going to or the, <laughs> the loop I like running, you know, in the morning. And those things will make me feel at home in a place. So 
going through transition, you know, like moving, for example, it makes you feel that in the future, when I have to do this, this is going to help me. So now it, it just gives me like a sense of comfort and, and confidence. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm sure that the first time that you moved from California to Connecticut, not everything went super smoothly. Like you encountered, <laughs> you encountered some challenges along the way. And I think that you know that now, and so you know what to expect, and you know that those challenges are not insurmountable. I was just thinking back at when, you know, when we moved, it was like, I was a grad student, you know, and it was great that I had my Yukon community at that time, you know, but my husband didn't have a job, and he was going through looking for a job, and that was stressful on us, you know, and obviously we worked through that, so that's something that we know that we can do with planning and, and things like that, and like, this is silly, but like one thing, I remember when we came to to the stores area and like we didn't even have a bed you know we had to sleep on the floor and it was like you know we were gonna go and we we like rented a u-haul and drove to uh ikea and, and and got a bed but it was just funny like this move we're like okay let's plan so we're not doing that again like we're gonna just order you know we've stayed up we're gonna order a new mattress it will be there when we get there um i mean silly things like that but it does make you you learn you know we hadn't even really thought about those things and now we have like a list that we're going through you know to yeah. make sure we're yeah it's like you learned the importance of preparation and yep how to be ready it's not silly it's it's learning how to be prepared so that when you're going through that transition and, and that change is happening, you know that you've laid a good foundation for yourself. It makes you realize too, like, um, and I didn't think about this as an undergrad, you know, but when you move into like the rest hall, you know, and you get your room assignment and there, there's like a list of things that you need to bring with you, for example, if you're uh, living on campus, like those are things that are basically teaching you how to think about having your own space in the future, you know, just things that you will go through as a college student will prepare you, you know, for the next step after college too, or if you're living on your own at some point in college. Yeah. And that's why those task lists we give out mm -hmm. during orientation are so important because you have to think about those seemingly little things that go into preparing for coming to college, like getting your parking pass, buying your textbooks, getting your student ID, all those, having all of those little things in place just enable you to be a lot more successful during the start of your college transition, as opposed to um, not having checked your email or not having completed those things and then you get to campus and it's the first two weeks of class. And now not only are you trying to focus on your new classes, but you're trying to figure out all of those little administrative details at the same time. Yeah, so preparing. It's made me think about too, like the first year experience class um that that most of our students take like it's so important i mean i just remember coming to college and i hadn't even thought about the fact that i needed a calendar and during my like first year experience course they gave us calendars you know that they had on campus and you know taught us how to fill it fill it out and organize um our time and that was so helpful like i still use the same kind of system that i learned in college you know with color coding and making sure i give myself enough time and planning breaks you know and all those things so yeah one another concept that i wanted to talk about is 
the idea that transitions and journeys are, our lives are not linear and you're going to encounter challenges and bumps along the way. And I don't know, I just wanted to reflect on the idea of like, sometimes the journey is the destination, you know, Mm -hmm. like you've never really completely arrived. No, and I can, I can speak to that too, because uh, one of our colleagues, she is one of the advisors in Stanford for the School of Business. She has been, she's also a great support, you know, and friend to me. And, and she says like, you know, with this decision that I've made, like there will be times where I will feel like, oh no, I regret it, you know? And then there will be times where I feel like, oh, I made the right decision and that's okay. Like that's normal to go back and forth. And that's again, when you kind of need to draw on that network that you have, you know, to process it and know that it's going to feel that way, maybe for a year, you know, with a big change, like moving somewhere or, you know, moving out from your house with your parents. And now you're in college, like it takes some time. It's not going to be like, oh, a week later, everything feels like perfect. You know, it's going to take some time. But then when you arrive, you know, and you have that feeling of like, I did it. Overall, I feel like this was the, the right decision for me. That's when you, when you grow, you know, as a person. So Yeah, I was reading this article, and I'll share it in the episode notes, this article on Medium by an author named Simone Keela Braithwaite. And she's, I just want to quote it because she puts it so succinctly. Um, She says, transitions are reminders that there are no direct flights. Even in the rare moments in which we feel we have a clear destination, all of a sudden there's an unexpected layover on the way, an experience you need to reach where you set out to go. And then she gives some examples the work of being a good parent is never over. Maybe like somebody who has lost weight, you have to work to keep it off. Mm -hmm. We never arrive at being amazing at our jobs. And as soon as we do, we seem to reach a point of comfort and the universe finds a way to remind us that we mustn't get too comfortable. Life has a weird sense of humor. It's downright annoying at times. The sooner you accept that, the sooner you can focus on the levity that surrounds every stop along the path. I really think that's so true you know like once we I feel like so many times I've had like a a conscious thought where I'm like oh I got this I have this under control now you know I'm an expert and then you know life will just like throw something at you and you're like okay I need to be humble you know like I'm learning like you know just and that's part of growing as a person like realizing um we don't know everything, you know, things change, you could always learn, you know, I think a lot of it is about mindset, you know, having, or trying to have a certain type of mindset, you know, to, to motivate yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to be positive all the time and everything's great, but being like realistic and motivating yourself, like you have to believe in yourself that you can do what you set your mind to, because, you know, not, if you don't always have people that will push you forward at certain times in your life. So to, to believe in yourself, I think that's so important when you approach any type of, of change. Yeah. And like recognizing that missteps or failures are really just getting you closer to success. And there, Simone Braithwaite says, those sorts of things are only adding to the story you get to tell once you reach your destination. So those challenges that you face along the way are make, are what makes you who you are. And another thing I've been thinking about is how 
uh, it's important to kind of look to maybe role models you've had, you know, um, who have gone through something similar to you, whether it's like, you know, a sibling, a friend, someone at your job, or, you know, a professor, you know, whoever it is, an advisor, to kind of see how they did it, you know, because we learn from watching other people and then asking them to share, you know, if, if you have that kind of access and relationship to them to see if maybe they can, you know, give you some lessons. Like, you know, this is a silly example probably, but um, like our move, like we've never done a cross country move before, you know, and we didn't really know exactly what that entailed, but we've been able to talk to, you know, friends of ours who have done it and they told us like, oh, think about this, consider maybe having people help you with the packing because it takes much longer than you might think, you know, Mm -hmm. those types of pieces of feedback that then makes it easier for you to maybe find time to, you know, socialize with friends before you leave because you have that kind of plan in place. So anyways, like I think that can uh, translate to, you know, moving to college, you might have an older sibling who has gone through it, your parents might have gone to college, or, you know, you have a connection with your advisor already on campus, and maybe can ask them about, you know, what were the like, what are your top three pieces of advice for me, you know, coming in if you're like a freshman, and then they would share with you, you know, um, I know they would, and we have peer advisors, you know, in the School of Business, who are students like like you, who can give you um, advice and ideas on how to kind of move through college, or, you know, coming back uh, to campus after having been home for a year, you know, th- those are students who can be that kind of sounding board for you. I think it's great to to find a, a role model to inspire inspire you through a transition. And then the other thing is focusing on the positive, the positives that are gonna come. Like you're gonna have a great new community of people in Oregon. You're gonna be able to hike in all these cool places and and be a part of a, a great new team. Um, and then our new our students that are coming back, like yes, change is scary, but you're gonna have a whole new community of friends and colleagues and you're gonna have some great new experiences and opportunities that um, maybe you couldn't have had access to in high school. Um, so I hope that yes, while change and transition is, can be overwhelming and daunting, there's a lot of like hope and happiness and benefits of the change and transition that you're going through. Emma, we will miss you so much. Thank oh, you for being you. my dear co-host and friend. <laughs> on the launch podcast and I hope our listeners are excited to hear from Jose. Jose is awesome. Hi everyone, Uh, my name is Jose Ponte. Uh, It is a pleasure to be here uh, working both with Kayla and Emma. It's, I, I look forward to being able to continue these conversations with Kayla going forward and really be able to still bounce off of you, Emma, as we need. Um, you know, you've been a great resource and students are really lucky to have you. You know, just a little background on myself. Um, I've been in higher education for over 15 years. And so um, I've seen the gamut from students starting in high school all the way through graduate school. So I have a lot of different experience working uh, with different student populations, community college students, grad school students, high school students, undergrad students. So I've seen it all. Just looking forward to kind of contribute where I can and uh, lead conversations where students can find their best experiences at the School of Business. 
Thanks, Jose. That's great. You obviously have a lot to share with our students, and we're so excited to have you as the new voice on the podcast. So we thought it would be fun as we say goodbye to Emma. If she could maybe revisit some of our past podcast episodes and share some of her favorite moments and some of her favorite takeaways. Uh, so Emma, what do you, what do you think? What do you have? Yeah. So, you know, when we talked about this initially, I was thinking like, okay, I want to highlight episodes where I feel that they, you know, really talk about experiences that, you know, personally, I believe are important for students to, to have and to kind of try to, you know, take advantage of. So the first episode that stood out to me was um, how to get involved with student organizations. Uh, we talked to Nikki Garcia. And in the episode, we were discussing how important it is for students to get involved. And in particular, Nikki was highlighting the fact that it allows you to network. So you're stepping outside of your kind of regular, you know, academic experience, which is obviously super important. But to have to kind of work with people you don't know, learn about their, you know, working style and how they, you know, think through ideas and be creative with them, that that's really a skill that's very helpful for students to have. So that was something that stood out to me about that discussion. Yeah. And I just feel like I've seen with students I've worked with, like how big of an impact joining a club or starting a club can be. So it's been great to see during orientation that students are, you know, obviously we're reflecting on a lot of different things, but you know, one of the things that I really tried to reflect on is on those student clubs and organizations and how important it is to get that hit the ground running, especially because now we have students that have the ability and flexibility to kind of get engaged with these students even before they get to campus. You know, all these clubs have websites. They all, some of them have Facebook, some have LinkedIn, some have Instagram. So it's just ways that students can kind of get that engagement piece and that networking piece like you were talking about is so important for students. Again, getting that, that initial get-go so they can, when they get into the working world, they're gonna hit the, again, hit the ground running. But what I like to focus on a lot with these student organizations is, especially for our undecided business majors, is this is a way that you can kind of get an idea of what you want to do. Because you're going to hear from, from upperclassmen, you're going to hear from guest speakers, you're going to hear from alumni. So all these things are really tying themselves together. And so again, you're getting that networking piece, which is really super important, but then you're also solidifying that, yes, I'm in the right major, and this is the career opportunities that I want to have for myself. So yeah. I think great, great pick. Yeah, and I think sometimes, like, especially with first-year students coming in, student organizations, yes, are definitely a way to have fun and explore your interests, but sometimes students don't recognize all the tangential benefits of being in a student organization and how you really can network with people and build your, you're all going to be professionals, you know, in the school of business and beyond, and so students don't realize that you can, that's how you build your, your network, your professional network, it's how you gain experience, it's how you come up with stuff to talk about in job and internship interviews. So the second episode that I picked was the importance of global engagement with Juno Bocard. I really like that episode. I mean, for many reasons, like personal reasons. He, you know, he talks about studying abroad. That's obviously something that I, you know, did. And I, I ended up staying where I, where I went. So, but he was saying how, going abroad helped him realize that the world is much smaller than you think. And if something happens in one country, it will have an effect on maybe you in a different country. So for business students as future leaders, 
to, you know, go to a country you haven't been to before, actually like living there for a while, like that's going to change your perspective and help you be a better professional. So that was something, you know, that, that stood out to me. So he, he did say also, you, you learn, you know, as an American, when you go abroad that, you know, uh, the U.S. isn't always the center of everything. And, you know, as a Swede coming to the U.S., I kind of, you know, you take the perspective from where you are. So I obviously always thought of like, like a, from a Swedish perspective, and then coming to the U.S., it completely changes how you, you know, think about other people and, and, and your role in the world. So that was, that was an episode that uh, it just inspired me, you know, and, and I have seen with my students that when they go abroad and they're away for a semester or if they're going just for a little while, like through the BCLC in the summer, what an impact that has on them and the relationships they make with other UConn students abroad or with people they, they meet when they're in a new country. Mm -hmm. And I think what's great about the School of Business Global Business Programs as well is that if a student maybe decides that studying abroad isn't the right fit for them, or uh, we have a lot of opportunities for students to be engaged with, with global endeavors. So all sorts of like case competitions and our certificate programs, and even just reading the Wall Street Journal, which is free to all of our undergraduate business students. Um, and actually, all, I think all UConn students undergrad now, the Wall Street Journal is free. It's just a great way to stay engaged and have an understanding of what's going on in the world around you and how everything is interconnected, especially in the world of business. I think one of the, the key aspects that Emma was also talking about is that, that that old cliche to step out of your comfort zone every once in a while, right? And so it's understanding that being able to do a process like this study abroad or getting that engagement piece through our global certificate programs and stuff like that. It's just ways that you're stepping out of your normal bubble so that you can see that there are more, more than what you're just seeing. And so again, it's, it's as much as we're trying to expose students in all these different areas, ultimately they, they have to expose themselves. And so we want to make sure that they have this ability to expose themselves, whether they go to study abroad or don't, you still have the ability to, again, get that global perspective on things through the different programs that we offer at the School of Business. All right, Emma, so another episode that you told me you found really interesting and wanted to revisit was the episode where we in, uh, interviewed a couple of the graduate students in the Masters of Business Analytics and Project Management program. So what stood out to you about that episode? So the first thing that stood out to me was something that one of them highlighted where she said that now, you know, because, you know, it was during uh, COVID with us, you know, working from home or taking classes from home, uh, and they were highlighting how some of their classmates were back in their home countries. And that this experience of having to kind of coordinate, you know, different time zones um, taught them to kind of think about work a little bit differently. So they highlighted how they realized the work is so continuous where um, they could be working, you know, during the day here on a project. And then when they went to sleep, their classmate was keeping on working on it so that when they woke up and could sit down again, there had been progress on this project. So they felt like that helped them kind of think about their work life after graduate school in this program where, you know, work is ongoing just because, you know, I'm asleep here in the U.S. doesn't mean that it doesn't continue in other countries and kind of just appreciating it, working with people from, from different places in the world. They also highlighted uh, how this ability to adapt to adverse situations, how important that is and that 
Uh, they had talked a lot about in their program how companies are looking for that kind of, I guess, trait in individuals that to, to quickly adapt. And that is something that all of us have learned during this uh, experience with COVID. So I thought that was very interesting. And those two things were aspects that stood out to me about the, the conversation we had with them. So Emma, um, as we uh, wrap up our conversation, please give us one more of your final memories where you felt like you know it had a big impact on what you were listening and, and got to share with students. Yes, I think that the last episode that I want to highlight is, I guess, the most recent one. Um, so it was uh, the seniors sharing advice with the uh, new students coming into the School of Business. And one thing in particular that stood out to me about that situation was them talking about what they will miss the most about, you know, UConn, which for me, since I'm leaving, that's something obviously that has been on my mind as well. And they just talked about the small things like you know, walking across the library or across campus from the library with your friends, you know, uh, staying up late studying, things like that. And I was actually on campus yesterday and I was just walking across, like I was right by Gamble, it was raining, walking over to the bookstore and kind of just, you know, looking around, just like that feeling of, you know, cruising around campus and seeing people, uh, even though there weren't as many people there yesterday. But I don't know, like just just this, those small experiences of walking around on campus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss that and, you know, getting coffee and sitting on the lawn, those things. So that, that was something that, that stood out to me. Yeah. We're, we're definitely gonna miss you, Emma. And we're so happy to have had you as an advisor in the Office of Undergraduate Advising in the School of Business and as a co-host and producer of the Launch Podcast. So thank you so much. And we yes. hope you enjoy the University of Oregon and they're very lucky to have you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> And I just want to say thank you again for, again, everything that you've done and just being able to pass this torch on. You've made this transition very easy and uh, look forward to just being able to do half of what you've been able to accomplish.